She had to admit there was an unhealthy fascination within her. Whether it's how she was obsessed with it or how she went about it, she knew how to temper hers, unlike Bellum. Once again, it was displayed as she was nude as day, with her brother, her cousin, touching the slim, dripping lines of her inner thighs. She let him, his fingers grazing her like butterfly kisses, the lazy drawings from the smears runes she did not know. She did nothing, sighing as she let him do this, his hands fluttering further and further up like ocean waves. She only returned to noticing again when she found his fingers caressing her stomach and thighs with reference. It made her ache as she knew he never gave himself such a touch, looking at his beautiful fingernails, the last proof of his self-care and his trying to mimic her, the shimmer of their nails a matching mirror glimmer. This wasn't the first time she wondered if he would have been healthier hating her, though the thought of it opening a yawning darkness within her that made her abandon the thought quickly. It was abandoned faster still when she felt the slight damp sensation and looked down to see Bellum licking up a bloody line from her thigh. Bellum, don't! Why? It's disgusting. It's disgusting? I see. The rough, deep chuckle was an unspoken conversation as she tried to move away. He would not let her, his hands locked on her thighs as he gave a small smile. But Bella... No. She watched him stare at another drop of blood race down her thigh, his face a mixture between amusement and sorrow. Do you think that this tastes like death? She blinked. What do you want about? His hands were locked on her as his fingers traced up to the junction between her legs, allowing his hands to be stained with red and black ooze, offering his hand to her as if this would solve her question. I'd wondered if it tasted like death. I had always wondered it. Seeing him offer his hand, she had to swallow deeply and often to keep her mouth dry, even more so when he licked away some of the blood from his hand with nonchalance. Does it, Bella? What, Bella? Does it taste like that? Her brother must have seen her hungry curiosity in her eyes as he laughed before taking a warm towel and began to wash the bloody proof off them both. Can't say, Bella. It tastes more lively than I thought it would. Honestly, I'm surprised that you don't know yourself. Bella wanted to blush at what he was hinting at, knowing that she had one time or another thought of popping a bloody bit into her mouth. That would be nasty. Anyways, it'd be on your breath, I believe. His snort was only a reply, but he didn't refuse the mint leaf as he helped her get dressed. She knew the conversation would appear again, but but was wondering with his brass behavior what was really going on. The next few days, she felt herself slipping into old behaviors as before. It was as if she was drunk on the behaviors of Bellum. She would smile and blush at the littlest of things and find herself doing things on a whim. She even found her soon-to-be husband tolerable under this daze, knowing that by the trees there was Bellum, eyes closed, but somehow seeing everything that was happening around them. He, was also, he also found a way to match with her again. She was tempted to want to slip out of her dress and trade with him when she saw his riding outfit for the day. She would not. Instead, she let him braid her hair up like like his, the sliding sound of the comb in his hand a hymn of good luck as they continued the act of being normal siblings. This gave them more time alone. 
something she knew she needed to needle the other story out of him. She wanted to know his other goal before their family realized the horrible mistake of them both being so close for so long. Looking at him staring at the adjacent wall blankly, she waited for him to speak as she ignored the glimmering lights peekabooing out of the wall. Do you think that would taste any different? That what would, Bellum? Blood that came out of your mother when you were born. Would it have tasted any different? There was a story with that, a story that no one had told her the ending to. Just like their appearances, their beginnings were just as similar. Both their mothers had bled out after having them, their mothers first appearing fine before the blood gushed out of them later after they lay down to rest. Bellum, being four years her elder, had seen and remembered her mother's death as well as her birth. He was there, spying when her father was crying at the side of the bed of his dead wife, mimicking the events that happened with his sister-in-law years before. Many wondered if the oddities of Bellum was formed from an odd crush that did not die with her mother, but this was not something that was confirmed by anyone as no one wanted to tell her the problem with that day. Thus, this question led her to stare at him before breaking out in hysterical laughter, something he copied. I think that this line of thoughts would fall under his I don't mean more tonic than what they give me. Bellum's laughter cut off suddenly. They give you tonic? Why the hell would they do that? She did not answer immediately, being treated to a stare that made her more and more uncomfortable until she couldn't take it anymore and looked away. Walking back to sit in a chair, she sighed. I was doing too much, they said. They said it would calm me down. It would make me stop seeing the lights. There was evident worry on Bellum's face. Did it? Did it make you stop seeing the lights? She shook her head slowly, making Bellum sag in relief before he calmly walked up and slapped her across the face. She just turned back to look at him, refusing to react to the slap. Bellum seemed to deflate more under her stare. Why did you even mention the lights to them? quietly asked. Hearing this soft, broken voice hurt her more than the slap. Tears filled her vision before she banished them as she rubbed her cheek. Looking up for a moment, she gave into the urge and slapped him just as hard, watching a single tear roll down his face. There wasn't a choice, you know. How could I explain I knew she was sick? I had barely met her, and this family is just as guarded about illnesses as ours, so telling them I I was snooping around would have been a disaster for me. They housed me, but they haven't even begun to think of me as family yet. It's better to make them think I noticed something and my crazy mind made something up. I don't believe that you snooping would have been worse than telling them that. If I had told them, I would have been bound here, Bellum. Bound. I would have gone crazy. I'm not like you. She wanted to take that back. She wanted to take all of that back for multiple reasons. And yet, the only thing that peppered the silence between the two of them was them slapping each other. 
Her cousin just asked a maid for some ice wrapped in a towel, which he placed on her cheek before walking over to the windowsill. Walking over, she placed her face into the crook of his shoulder, hoping to get him to respond. Why do they have to separate us? Bellum shifted, pressing his face up against the window as he watched the rain. I don't know. Why do you think that? We were too alike. She tried to think, giving pauses for him to interject or for him to, to stop her as she tried to spell out their family's fear of them. We even had different mothers, and yet we are a merit to each other. We did things to make the other happy. We mimicked each other to match even more. I... I guess they were afraid that being around me would make you try and kill yourself as well. I have also thought that, and that is the most stupid reason to separate us. It was you who made me stop after all. Bella closed her eyes. The image behind them was of her screaming as she saw him sink deeper into the pond. She didn't know how or why, but it haunted her until she conquered her fear of water. Popping up again, she could taste the fear her younger self had every time she saw shattered glass or knew there was missing needles, wondering what she could do to make Bellum stop, how she could feel the flood of those pale, sickly lights coming off him until she threatened to do something to herself, usually it was to take out an eye or to carve her own cheeks. The memories, unbidden, made her sick. Thus, she said nothing, opting to stare at the rain, hoping the calming sound would help her bury the memories back under the seal they were in. Not another word was said between the, each other as they relaxed and looked to the rain. I would like to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to one another of the stories of the Illuminate archives. I hope you have a wonderful day and your dreams are filled with our nightmares. We will be seeing you soon.